Oh, here we go. We're pumping energy in here. It's entertainment, entertainment. The entertaining podcast with the entertaining conversation. We're starting with a little Khalees milkshake. So good. We all know it. I was silenced. I just got so into yeah, the song. just dancing. I can't. Woo. This is, you know, not a bad for your first hit. Pretty good. Wait, I thought her first hit was, there was another song of hers. Oh, really? And it was like, I hate you so much right now. I, I, and I don't know when it came out, but I feel like it was before Milkshake. Oh, and it, it was Khalees just going like, I hate you so much right now. Ugh. Oh, and caught out there? I think, I guess, yeah. It must be caught out there. Yes. That is what the Spotify search is. It looks like it's off the same album. Same album, looks okay. like it's off the same album. So those must have been her first two singles. I loved that song. It was just her, like, yelling and just saying, I hate you so much right now. And it was just, like, a really good kind of angry song. I loved it. Khalees is great. But we're starting off, we're talking about, we all, you all know what we're getting at. Khalees yeah, everyone... And, Khalees and Bill Murray, rumors are flying that these two are having a summer romance, and yeah. wow. It is, yeah, it is hot in here, <laughs> talking about Khalees and Bill Murray yeah. getting together. Apparently, he's a he's a fan of her. I think he'd been, uh, he'd seen her perform a few times. He'd been to a couple of her shows. There's a picture of the two of them together yeah. at a show. Uh, I feel like this is like, because remember how like early 2000s, Bill Murray was like, always um it's like there would be like on um like the av club would always have articles about yeah. like bill murray shows up at a random kickball game in greenpoint yeah you know? just playing kickball doing karaoke yeah. crashing weddings he was yeah it was like a whole thing with him so now his new thing is just going to be showing up at like very attractive like beautiful black performers concerts you know is that going to be his new thing instead of like obscure kickball games just, yeah just like dating pop star yeah, yeah dating Ice, Pop stars ice. who are younger than him. Yeah. I mean, wow. I mean, if Bill Murray and Ice, because that girl, I think, is like 21. Oh, I mean, sorry. Khalees is at least in her 40s at this sorry, point. Sorry, everyone. So, you know, going <laughs> blue here. A little inappropriate, Caitlin. I get it. I no, get I mean, it. Uh, you, know, it's, you know, it would probably be less shocking than Al Pacino and Nora Alfala. Oh, God. <laughs> Bill Murray and Ice Spice started to date. Immediately picture him finishing at Nora. I'm sorry. Anytime. <laughs> We're right goes, back to Al Pacino right and Nora Alfala. I never, never left. Oh, gross. Um, yeah, anyway. yeah. We, we have it. There's been a lot of old guy sexual old guy news recently we jump right on it i mean that is yeah. our that is our gossip of choice is elderly men being inappropriate with younger women i mean i don't know why that's just we're like yeah let's talk about it it's, you know it's it's interesting it gets people going it gets people talking <laughs> it definitely and then we jump gets on people it. going it yeah. gets people going and talking yeah. uh I, first question for you do you believe this romance do you believe there this is going to be like a thing or is this just going to be like a is this going to be Taylor Swift, Maddie Healy, or is this going to be something that really goes on? And it's like a year from now, we're like, wow, Bill Murray and Khalees are still together. I mean, I definitely think it's it's um, Maddie Healy, Taylor Swift, like... Headlines, just, yeah. yeah. bullshit headlines, but it's like Santa, I want to believe. I, I agree. I want I, to believe. I, like, want them to get married. Because, yeah, I'm like, listen, funny is hot. Like, I totally get it. You know what I mean? Like, mm. I, you, I saw you at an open mic talking about how some poets you know, made you feel shitty at, at an open mic in New Jersey, and I was in love. You know, that's, it's that's like... That's how I got her. Yeah, like, I, I totally get it. I think Funny is hot, and I, I think Khalees is hot. I think she's way too hot for Bill Murray, but again, I think... 
Bill Murray's you know, really it, funny. He's yeah. charming. Like, he doesn't look bad for his age. Like, I know he's... He looks way better than Pacino and De Niro. Exactly I mean, he's a little bit young, I mean, he's a little bit younger than them, but, right. he, but he does look better than them. Yeah. He's, you know, I think they're about, like, respectively, like, eight and 12 years older than him. So we'll see where Bill Murray looks like in eight years. Right. But, uh, he's got some time. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. I think it's cute. I mean, I don't know. Is that wrong? Is that wrong that I want this romance to be? No, I don't think so. I, I, I'm I'm far more receptive to it than both of the De Niro Pacino pregnancies. Yeah. Like, I'm like I'm like this. It makes more sense to me, right? Than than, than what well, I guess De Niro and Tiffany Chen. That, that that makes sense too. I guess the Pacino Nora Fall thing is crazy. Gross. Uh, it's really a lot for me to handle. Ugh. Anyway, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of into it. I don't I don't know if this is like Bill Murray promoting something. Like, are we going to get some Bill Murray project coming out soon? Then we'll know completely that it's like a yeah. total PR thing, you know, if he's promoting something. Yeah, but- I, I'm waiting for the three days from now. Khalees has never been happier story <laughs> that is going to come out. And then a week later, they break up. Yeah. yeah just like Taylor Swift. And then, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, it's like Khalees is crying at her concerts and Bill Murray is doing a one man show for three nights only at the garden <laughs> yeah but yeah get tickets now yeah yeah completely yeah. yeah completely I don't know. um yeah i you know I, I i like this i don't necessarily think i have anything bad to say about it um no the only thing that was weird okay two things are weird in the articles that i read about it they credited when they talked about bill murray they were like groundhog days bill murray like that's his credit is groundhog day wow and i'm like is that really what we're gonna choose for bill murray's credit because i would go ghostbusters first i would go even lost you go ghostbusters lost, lost in translation, translation. Um, i feel like groundhog day is like kind of trolling bill murray but i but i do think there are some people who really love groundhog day as a film but people do but it is kind of like a bitchy credit I to think, give bill okay murray. i agree yeah I, his, I do think that's a little bit of a bitchy credit like i think I think he would probably want Lost in Translation. He was nominated for an Oscar. I would say Ghostbusters for me. I mean, Ghostbusters that is, is like iconic. The most iconic Bill Murray. I don't know. Uh, um, the Life Aquatic is great. Yeah, you like know. Groundhog Day. I don't know. All right, but, I, got, I got some breaking news here too. Oh, okay. By the way, so Cleese has addressed. She uh, has oh, addressed the rumors. Okay. She seems to be denying this, according to People Magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleese seems to deny Bill Murray dating rumors. Everyone's dumb and will believe everything. <laughs> All right, Cleese. Yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. All right, Cleese uh, is keeping it real. Yeah. After Cleese claimed that she wouldn't bother to address the rumors that she's dating Bill Murray, it seems she's now denied it altogether. Uh, over the weekend, the 43-year-old uh, performer responded to an Instagram comment referencing her rumored romance with Bill Murray, 72. In the comments section underneath a photo of Cleese on the beach, a fan wrote, Bill got you out here riding his wave, adding, media is destroying y'all, LOL. What a great comment. That's a great comment. I love social media. <laughs> yeah. It's, and then uh, Khalees looks like she writes, uh, LOL, LOL, yeah, maybe for now everyone's dumb and will believe anything, but the best part is we are both blessed, rich, and happy. So who's really <laughs> laughing? Now that's funny. Actually, that is good. Yeah, that is funny, Khalees. And it is true. You are both rich and happy. So congrats. Yeah. yeah either so way, it's a good. Are they? Aren't they? We don't really know. Here's yeah. here's Khalees in her bikini. As I mean, we she can looks see. Amazing. She looks great. God. Yeah, she looks great. Good for, good for Khalees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She looks phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, 43 and fabulous. Yeah, and she is way out of Bill Murray's league. Oh, I mean, beyond. incredibly out of Bill Murray's league. The other uh, weird thing about the articles that they were writing about it was that they, they kept saying how the two have recently bonded over the death of their divorced spouses. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a thing? Like, 
uh, I don't know. I would just think at that point these people have moved on, and it's nothing that they because it was like come together. Both of over. them had like divorced from their partners, and then their partners passed. Exactly. Is that what yeah, happened? and okay. they were trying to say in the articles like that's what they're bonding over, which is that's ridiculous. To just me. seems like a strange romantic bond, right? You know, yeah. Like I feel like even, if you're going to click romantically, I don't think it would be the death of your exes right if but, we were, i mean i guess who knows bill murray and Khalees, but who knows i i don't think so that that seemed like absolutely a total stretch you know like i don't know i'm sure these people were like she said they're rich and happy they're not like mourning over you know i mean they're of course they're upset but they're not lost because their ex-husbands and wives had tragically died you know that's yeah. a little bit of a stretch so yeah yeah i don't know that's kind of weird but um well, anyway, so, yeah. so uh, it looks like so now it looks like Khalees is denying it all together uh, so, you know, rest in peace to the Cleese Bill Murray romance. Wow, uh, yeah. Three day romance. It was all on a roller coaster. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think it's, I think this still has legs. I don't think we've heard the end of Cleese and Bill Murray here. I hope not. I hope <laughs> not. I hope not either. And here on Entertainment Entertainment, we love shit like this, so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she looks great. Bill Murray for 73 looks okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, 72, you know, no, he's not 73 yet, 72. Come on, Justin. Uh, yeah, it's, that's on me. Sorry, Bill. Uh, <laughs> and I guess, you know, do we want to touch on Bill Murray? You know, he is a bully. Oh yeah. Is this maybe is this Bill Murray trying to shed some of his bully, uh, his like bullying for, uh, accusations? Yeah, for being accused of uh, throwing uh, Seth Green in a, <laughs> Seth in a, a dumpster. Green. I always say it's going to be Malcolm, uh, not Malcolm, Malcolm, but Frankie Muniz. Frankie Muniz. I always, but I know it's Seth Green, little yeah. wormy Seth Green. It's Seth Green who so, deserved to get thrown in a trash can. Absolutely <laughs> deserved it. Thank you, Bill Murray, doing yeah. the Lord's work. Creepy Seth Green going to Dane Cook's date nights, yeah. like trying to get a hand job from a nineteen-year-old. Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably sixteen. Oh, but right. yeah, I mean, that was the whole that was the whole thing with game night. Was like there was like sixteen-year-olds, yeah, there, which is right. disgusting. These like forty-year-old men. Um, Hollywood. Hollywood. What a town. There, there it is. It's what goes on out there. Yeah. Uh, but they're they're working to make things better. They are. They're, things are improvements are being made. Women are voting for their own uh, beliefs now, as Michelle Williams said. <laughs> the Oscars. <laughs> uh, Michelle Williams giving an Oscar speech about abortion. Like she was the one who, like, after Ricky Gervais, like, roasted the entire Golden Globes. I feel like it was like <laughs> Michelle Williams was the first one to get a gold, and she did exactly what he said not Co- to do. Completely, right? Yeah. She was just like, "Thank you so much. <laughs> we as women make up more than half." The population. <laughs> Let's make our voices heard. Abortion is a human right. Thank you so much. Yeah, Thank was, you so much. It's like, woo! Michelle Williams changing the world. She uh, gets. She definitely heard uh, Ricky Gervais's speech. She definitely <laughs> got the message. Michelle think, Williams. Yeah, I think the only person who heard Ricky Gervais's speech that night was Jennifer Aniston. Everyone Oof. else, <laughs> Jennifer Aniston was shook. Oh, that was awkward. <laughs> That was awkward. It's hard to follow. A little hard to follow. And then Reese Witherspoon was just standing next to her beaming. Like, I don't get comedy. <laughs> and the nominees are... And the nominees for supporting actor in a drama. <laughs> yeah. I am likable at all costs. <laughs> yeah, all right. So any any final uh, any final thoughts here on Khalees Bill Murray? The, 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 the are they or aren't they romance? Um, it was fun while it lasted. Fun, and yeah. yeah, good. I, I, I think Khalees is 
very hot for 43, and um, I'm glad we all got to check in on her hotness. I guess she looks, that's you know, she looks phenomenal. Smoking, yeah. smoking, yeah, smoking, does, smoking. She does look great. Good for you, Felice. Her Felice. milkshake still brings the still, boys to the yard. I, I honestly think she's like hotter than she was when yeah. milkshake came out. God. I'm like more attracted to her now than. What do you uh, like better, milkshake or WAP? As like a kind of like sex positive, like mm. you know, like. My pussy, whatever, I don't know. I mean, WAP is so funny. Like, I yeah. love WAP. WAP is, like, some of Cardi B's lines in that are so yeah. good. Like, I, I got to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> want you to park that big Mack truck right in my little garage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, good. I mean, got to give it to WAP. But, okay. I mean, but, you know, Milkshake is a classic. It, yeah. it was an instant classic. It's still a classic. Uh, and Khalees is, like, you know, still bringing it. She's, yeah, super hot. Yeah. Love Khalees. I remember there was, like, her, her first husband was Nas. Yeah, and, um, that's who she was with. Yeah, okay. and I think I remember hearing somewhere that they had to, like, have a house, like, specially, like, uh, they had to, like, buy a, a very remote house because they had such loud sex. Wow. <laughs> and wow. I was like, I totally believe it. I, yeah, I, wow, okay. those two fuck loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, that's that's a lot for me to take I'm in. sorry that I just threw that out <laughs> you know, there. I, but, yeah. hey, you know, it's, it's you know, I get you, you, <laughs> I, I mean, mean how just, far away did you have to move? I don't know. But, you I know, know, I guess, yeah, I, I would, you know, we'd, we'd all love to see that. Yeah. Nas and Khalees. Yeah, just their remote fuckhouse. You know? <laughs> yeah, their remote fuckhouse. Yeah. Amazing. Pretty great. It, all right. Just shame it didn't last. Now. Khalees and Nas. Yeah. Now she's with Bill Murray. <laughs> or not. Or not. Or, or not. She seems, to, she seems to be denying it. She so. seems to be denying it. Yeah. Which could be a little bit of confirming it, like, low-key. But let's not yeah. get mm. into conspiracy theory or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Let's respect Khalees. All right. So, yeah. I think that was our pop culture roundup. That's, you know, that's, that's everything it. going that's on That's everything week. that's we, going we, on. You know, that's all anyone's talking about. You know uh, everything now. Yeah. Um, but we do have some more pop culture stuff to get into. We like to do a celebrity Instagram segment here on Entertainment Entertainment. Or yes, we do. Yes, we do. Where we both... Uh, we love checking in on what the celebrities are doing they're just like us they are just like us yet they tell us how to live our lives don't they yes aspire to be just like them um <laughs> uh yeah uh, do you want to you want to kick us off on this sure. one sure okay right. so i think last week we talked a little bit about nicole kidman and um keith urban and how weird they are <laughs> and that, a nicole kidman keith urban mentioned in there weirdos and uh that got me thinking about Na- naomi watts because i feel like nicole kidman and naomi watts are kind of like the two Australian actresses, like yeah. they're they're always like, you know, tied at the hip, tied at the hip. You know, they've got the they've got their homeland in common. So I checked in on, on Naomi Watts's Instagram and found out that she is a menopause activist. Like that's how she's kind of like branding herself. Um, she's kind of like so she has her own like a lot of her posts are about menopause like wow. so much so where she's on this she has one of posts where she's like pouting like giving like duck like selfie lips while holding up herself on a cover <laughs> mag- of a magazine called Menopause Matters while Christmas music yeah, plays well, in the background. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, wow. It's just very... Um, and she... So she has her own brand of... Um, lube because like you know when women go through menopause they're you dry up you dry up you, you, you dry, dry up, up the natural the wop doesn't get naturally wop anymore no. you know what i mean so you no. gotta you get, a, you get a dap not a wop exactly yeah so Na- naomi watts has taken it upon herself she's she wants to destigmatize um menopause that's right soft clap soft clap that's what she deserves um so she calls her her wellness she so she so she now she says she's the chief creative officer of a menopause and beauty beauty wellness 
brand called Stripes, as in, you ladies have earned your stripes, which is just a nice way of calling women old. So, okay. Um, And so it's like this, she just makes this. And she also has, this is like I read an article, she's also interested in providing solutions to those uh, menopause symptoms, but she also wanted to create a community. So she has um, a blog called The Hot Spot. Again, that's okay. (laughs) and, And like, I think that's, you know, it's great that Naomi Watts is getting out there, putting her, you know, she's the face of menopause. Great. But I don't think. Yeah, corner that market. Right. Corner the menopause market. Before Gwyneth. You know, I don't think Goop is doing anything for menopause other than like telling women to shove like quail eggs in their pussies. So <laughs> it's like she's the she's the menopause. She's like the Goop, but make it menopause, think, I guess. Do you think Gwyneth is a little jealous of this, of Naomi? Or do you think she sees Naomi Watts's uh, push for the menopause market? Do you think she's upset by this? Uh, I'm sure she sees it, but I'm sure she thinks she's she, above it. Yeah, you know? so she's not threatened. No, not, God, the, no. not threatened. Yeah, and I guess she, nothing threatens. Gwyneth. I think if, yeah. if Gwyneth, Gwyneth is threatened, she won't let it show. You know, she's like the ice queen. Yeah, the only time she gets yeah. upset is if a guy named Sanderson skis into her, and then she's like, <laughs> "You fucking hit me on a mountain." Um, <laughs> But I just think it's so funny. So then there's this video of Naomi Watts, and she's just like... So her whole thing is that she's, like, destigmatizing the fact that women's pussies get dry during menopause, but she's calling it stripes. Like, if like if you're destigmatizing it, just call it a, you know, cream for the dry puss. You know, like, just say what it is. You don't need to say it cute like stripes, you know? Call it yeah. dry pussy cream. That's destigmatizing it. Because yeah. you're still, like, infantilizing it a little bit. Like, oh, stripes. Isn't that cute? You still have little baby pussies. <laughs> yeah. You right. earned your stripes you old bitch you know like what are you talking about and so then there's this video of her and she's like trying to talk about she's like um sorry my notes are all over the place i really need to get better at taking more concise notes okay well, apologies is, oh, to our listeners apologies. caitlin is all over the place guys, right now guys um i'm trying to get my naomi watts uh menopause lube notes together give me a minute give me a minute um okay so in this video she's she's talking about how she's using a particular brand of her stripes lube and she's like Hi guys, here I am. I'm using um, I'm here. I'm using the the I'm using my uh, Vag of Honor stripes lube. Wow. Um, but I don't think she ever says the word lube. And all she keeps talking about, she's like, you know, it's like anything else. You know, it's like your face dries up. You know, you put a little cream there, and then you just need to put a little woo woo down there. You oh, know? she does a woo woo. Yes, she does a she does a woo woo, which is like, girl, you're not destigmatizing anything if you go woo woo, like implying no, no, putting. Yeah, why are you? giving your vagina a car alarm what are you doing yeah exactly and then she's like you know if you're like you know you don't really want to do the old reach around it's like what What? exactly and now is she creaming her asshole i don't know i I, I think she's trying to and but she cannot talk about sex that's why i'm like girl if you're talking oh she's trying to say if your man's behind you and you're is i don't know know, who knows what she's saying i don't don't think she knows i don't think she knows she's unhinged about this menopause stuff it's crazy um wow yeah yeah so it's like she's like you know you don't really want to do the old reach around you can just do a little wait woo it's like what is she doing (laughs) all she's doing is sound effects she's just doing sound like she cannot it's like if you're gonna destigmatize this stuff you kind of just have to come out and say it you know it's like before you have sex put a little this on your dry pussy and you'll be good to go jesus lady can we get her a sound effects machine can we get her a machine a button to press yeah so she doesn't have to go wait woo wait woo Yeah, you know, reach around. It's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about, man? Because that makes it sound like the only options are she's gonna she's gonna lube up her ass, her asshole, or she's going to lube up her man's 
dick behind yeah, her. Yeah. And so what? I, those are the only two that, what else could she possibly be talking about there? It's very uh, confusing. It's very confusing. Yeah. And then there's just other videos of her, like, you know, in like a, in scrubs, like at the, at the lube factory with like pop music playing. And it's just her like rubbing the lube <laughs> on her face. Like she keeps trying to push the same that like your pussy, your pussy uh, skin is just like your face skin, but it's like. All right, but it's not. It's it's different. It's very I, sensitive. I like, Let's the, I like just chill. Yeah, you know? yeah. I like that her team has told her that. I guess. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm guessing someone has told her this. That like this is where we're coming from with this, and yeah. you need to push it. It's just like face cream, Naomi. <laughs> sell it, sell it. Um, anyway, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Check it out. She's a menopause activist. Um, she just got married to Billy Crudup. Congratulations! Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Got, you know, happy, clap, the yeah. happy couple. Give it up for the happy couple, Naomi. Yeah. Billy, Billy getting. Looped up as he rails her from behind. Yeah, that's what. Well, that's all I'm thinking. He about He doesn't now. have to worry about the reach around. She is on it. With yeah, her yeah. Vagavona. There she goes. <laughs> yeah, with her vagina. Vagavona. Really destigmatizing de- Naomi. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks a lot. It's like. I mean, like, if you want to destigmatize lube, just show yourself walking into, like, the crazy... There was this crazy, crazy sex sex shop in the East Village. It was right... Remember Three of Cups on, like... Yeah. I don't know. Was that Second? So, First Avenue. I think it was First Avenue and... Like, like Second Street or something like, like that. And, yeah, and somewhere, somewhere around And there. there was this old... Like, the sex shops that are... Like, walk into one of those old sex shops that don't even have a sex shop sign. It's just, like kind of like a vague storefront. Like, yeah. And then you walk in and there's like, oh, there's bestiality section. Oh, there's booths in the back where guys can jerk off. I mean, like, go in there and buy lube. <laughs> then you're destigmatizing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't call yes. it stripes because you've earned it. You know, you've earned yeah. it. Yeah, you're, you're right. Stop. That, you're right that it's like infantilized. In, it's it's infantilizing. infantilizing, yeah. Which is, you know, who wants wee that? Wee-woo, wee-woo. Yeah. It's like, stop. Just walk into like a, like a, you know, like one of, or one of the old, like, you're st- you know you go to like port authority and it's the same thing where there's some leftover sex shops that like just say dvds on the outside of the store yeah, and you're yeah. like what is this dvd and then you're like oh god oh god don't yeah, go in there you know jesus yeah, christ any, any dvd you want's in there right it's it's more than dvds there's still booths with men jerking off in the back like it's crazy <laughs> oh my god anyway yeah there was a bestiality section in the one by three of cups wow. it's fucking crazy wow yeah that's destigmatizing okay walk into another uh, what is this europe yeah. We, yeah, this is very, like, yeah, very this free is, New York City. East Village, you know, I don't know how this place never got shut down. I, don't, I wonder if it survived the pandemic. I really haven't been down there, but... um, I mean, that feels like a place that would have never <laughs> shut down, and, like, guys were just still getting into those places. During the pandemic, like, the speakeasy bar, like, it's like the, like, the hardcore, like, local bars yeah. that were, like... Ope, ever like they were open. They weren't open, but they were open. The regulars would come in, like and, Phil and then, Hughes on the Upper East Side. Yeah, Phil Hughes on the yeah. Upper East Side was totally open. There were definitely some places all over the city, uh, and yeah, and then I'm sure the jerk off booths were <laughs> yeah. still being frequented, right? Uh, during during those first few months of COVID, still get your bestiality DVD near, yeah. near the yeah. old Three of Cups on like second and first, yeah, or whatever. Just, just guys in masks. Oh Jesus, <laughs> pounding it out. Oh in the yeah. Oh God, it was just a curtain. There were curtains in the back. It was crazy. Anyway, oh, wow. just trying to yeah, kill time before like a mic. Wow. Just trying to kill time before a mic wandered in there. I was like, holy shit. Oh my God. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, Naomi Watts, menopause activist, just married to Billy Crudup. A lot going on with Naomi Watts. A lot going on. Busy woman, Naomi Watts. Yeah, a lot going on. All right, how old is Naomi Watts? Let's see this here. Mm, She looks good. I don't know how old she is, but she does look good. Um, Yeah, she's she's attractive. Uh, She's probably, I want to say, like late 50s, maybe. 
Okay. That's what I would guess. Okay, yeah. Yeah, she's 54. Nice. 54, Naomi Watts. She looks yeah. good. She's adorable. Um, she's kind of annoying. I mean, like, the whole thing with her getting married to Billy Crudup was, like, it was all, like, we just went to the courthouse, like, everybody else, and, like, you know, we just... Oh, yeah, here they are. But she's wearing, like, a designer dress, and, yeah, the, and wow. the whole thing, and, like, my phone kept telling me all these articles about their, like, impromptu courthouse wedding, and it was, like, w- complete with some flowers from the deli. Flowers from the deli. And it's like, those are yeah, okay. Tribeca deli flowers. They're still probably, yeah. like, so fucking expensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. deli flowers in certain neighborhoods are not just, like, cheap, shitty deli flowers. They're really nice and expensive. Like, please. Here they come. Oh, there they are. Billy's got his bags. Billy is strapping in a navy suit with a white shirt, no tie, unbuttoned at the top. Yeah. And Naomi is in a beautiful... Gown with white flowers. With her vagivona, ready to go. <laughs> Naomi's vagivona. Ready to go. Walking the aisle at the courthouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess, you know, they must have had some lubed up fun that night. You, you, know. you, you would think. Oh, yeah. They really, yeah, consummated that marriage with, uh, with her stripes lube. Vagivona for the honorable <laughs> night. There we go. If you're a woman of a certain age getting married, you have, you're, you have a vag of honor for your maid of honor. There you right? go. Yeah, she, nice. If she had your right, maid of honor, badge of honor. There it is. For your old gal pal who's going to be your maid of honor. Dusty pussies all around. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here they are. They're cute. They look good. They yeah. both look good. I got me, you know, they both, they're you know, age appropriate. They he, look great. He was kind of a dirty dog back in the day. He like would. Ooh, was he like a man, man whore type kind oh, of? He, he or, would yeah. like fuck every co-star. He like, he, he, <laughs> he was just banging yeah. every girl who's in a movie. Claire with. Danes. Wow. I think he cheated on, um, is it Mary Stuart Masterson? Who is in Weeds? I always forget this woman's oh, Mary name. Mary Louise Parker. Yes, Mary Louise oh, Parker. Oh, I didn't know they were together at one point. Yeah, he he got her pregnant, and then I think wow. he cheated on her with Claire Danes because he did like some really weird movie with Claire Danes. Oh my god! Um, and then he was in a movie with, or he, they were on some Netflix show together. Naomi Watson, Billy Crudup, wow, and that's, so that's how. how they, yeah, yeah. God. This man loves to bang his leading lady. Yeah, his yeah. Leading ladies love to bang him. <laughs> You're right. It goes hey, wow. both ways. It goes both ways. He's got yeah. So he's into the blondes. He had Claire Danes, mm-hmm. Naomi Watson. I mean, I guess Mary Louise Parker, she is brunette. She is a brunette, yeah. So they have a child. They have a child together, wow. yeah. That one was, is that when she was pregnant at the Oscars? He said yes. Jack Nichols. It was like Sally Wax. That it's was like Billy, Billy Crudup's kid, okay. Yeah, when Mary Louise Parker had like pregnant, big old, big old milky, like just gave birth boobs. <laughs> and like Jack Nicholson was in the front, like prime Jack Nicholson in the nine. It was maybe late, early 2000s. Yeah, probably, yeah. And he was just like so staring at these tits. I mean, think you could see him say, like, are those real? Like, it's just, yeah, some prime Jack Nicholson. There's um, Jack, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was my celebrity Instagram, so there you go. That Naomi Watts. Good. Check out Naomi Watts' Instagram. If you're Vag of Honor. Vag of, yeah, sure, her, is that, that's the brand, Vag of Honor? The brand is Stripes, as the in... brand is Stripes, okay. You've earned your Stripes, ladies, yeah. and you have your... Of the, it's, it's, it's expensive, too. It's expensive lube. Like, it's like 85 bucks, and like, I, not to brag, mm. worked at the Museum of Sex when I couldn't find a job. Um, I had museum experience, and the only museum job I could get was at the Museum of Sex, and I had to wear a shirt that said, let me service you, okay? Yeah, I did, did it. Like, all these, I mean, God, what a different time. I don't even know if they, like, could you imagine, like, yeah, now? that was like, yeah, I, I don't think, you, I don't even, I wonder if the staff is still wearing let me service you shirts. I don't know. I worked there twice. I worked there in 2008, and then I got, I went back there when I needed a job in, like, 2000 and. 
14 like i think like right before i met you yeah i was working there yeah it was like the first year we were dating yeah, yeah and i fucking worked in the gift shop there which was basically a sex shop i sold dildos i sold lube i did it all i and, think you helped some of the ladies oh in yeah New York, it was so. honestly a really fun job and i had a great time and the, yeah just get we sold nice little water-based lube it's cheap it's good just go to museum of sex they'll give you you don't need stripes yeah. okay Good lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> Let me service you. Wow. Anyway. Yeah. Well, no, I, would, I would love to check out the Museum of Sex. See if they're still wearing those shirts. I know. My God. Um, okay. Anyway. Right. Uh, so for mine, you know, you picked Naomi Watts. I've also picked, you know, some Hollywood, a Hollywood heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Russell Crowe. Uh, my guy, Russell Crowe. Uh, I wanted to see what was he doing. And he's, he, is, he is really going for it with his music career. As he should. As he should. Right yeah. now, he is on the Russell Crowe's Indoor Garden Party Tour. I mean, what does that even mean? I don't know, but you know, you got to think some debauchery is going down at the Indoor Garden Party. Yeah, I It's thought- not even tour. I'm, I'm adding tour. He's just calling it Russell Crowe's Indoor Garden Party. Wow. Yeah. I feel like Indoor Garden Party does sound like a euphemism for a lewd sex act. It does, it? yeah. No, it does you sound know? like one of those, like Cleveland Steamer. Like right. it does sound like one of those that were popularized in the two thousands. Yeah, or like and even would... in like the seventies, like before, like it was like really okay to be gay. It was like I caught Ted and and Ken having a little indoor garden party. Oh, that you know that's what, I mean? what it, it does sounds... sound like. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Like... Yeah, yeah. Ted and Ted and Kevin having an indoor garden party. Yeah, there. it wow. sounds like a euphemism for yeah. some homosexual activity before it was <laughs> that's, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like going like foot job with it, but I think. But no, but I think you're. I think yeah, no. So yeah, so euphemism for gay sex. Um, so yeah, I got a little clip of him. This is what. Mm, yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's got the jazz going. Wow. So that's just a little taste. Uh, if you are in, uh, uh, he's got dates. He's got dates. He's in. I believe Australia. I believe these are like towns in Australia. Piazza, San Gorge, Valletta, Malata. Maybe that's Italy. I think it's Italy. Yeah, right, so yeah no, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Roma, obviously. All right, so he's touring Italy right now. If you are in Italy... Don't miss. Go to IndoorGardenParty.com. We swear it's not going to be old men blowing each other. No. You know, yeah, there will be Russell Crowe's music site. You go to IndoorGardenParty.com. And you can get tickets. I think music. I think this is cooler than anything Hugh Jackman. Uh, yeah, Hugh Jackman has done musically. Oh, absolutely. And Hugh Jackman gets to be the song and dance man, but we all shit on Russell Crowe. I know. I was thinking, like, do you think the fans that go to his indoor garden party are like lamez, um, like lamez activists, and are like, no, Russell Crowe was good. I in hope Les so. I you hope know what so. I mean? I mean, like, I. I imagine if you're going to indoor garden party, you you've you've at least seen Lamez. One more day to revolution. One day more to revolution. One day more. Yeah, yeah. I I listen to uh, what's the the famous one from Lamez where they go back and forth. The the altercation it's called or something oh, like that. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Where they know. like sing over each other at the yeah. same time. I'm like, there's no difference between either of these guys. Hugh Jackman sounded horrible in that movie. He sounded horrible. Russell yeah. Crowe or Hugh Jackman? 
Hugh Jackman sounded horrible they both in that did. movie. I mean, they both did. They I, both sounded terrible. But people but, think that Hugh Jackman is good. Which yeah, is that's crazy. the problem. That's yeah. the thing. Is like they both sounded terrible, but Hugh Jackman gets like lauded as this like I mean, yeah, if, gets if, to do Broadway. Right. If, if um, I think I do think Russell Crowe did sound like the Cowardly Lion singing Lamus. <laughs> very much did. But then the, then fucking Hugh Jackman was the Tin Man. I mean, it's not. It was any yeah exactly okay? exactly. Like, he was horrible exactly and i think he sang the song there's a song called bring him home which is like hugh jackman sang it and, and it's he terrible ki- he ruined it you showed me the uh, clip of the like the original guy Cole who Wilkinson. Cole yeah Wilkinson. yeah and that okay. guy, i mean that guy could do it oh my god yeah that guy uh, could do it hugh jackman <laughs> yeah Sorry. hugh jackman eat your heart out eat your heart yeah out. he was terrible I, what, what is that about yeah and then like at the oscars like they did the live singing and like they gave like as soon as Russell Crowe they like they gave him like the the your pathetic standing ovation like, and like they, immediately like, cut yeah, away yeah and it was like yeah he got like two lines they immediately cut him out Ugh. but like but like Hugh Jackman gets to say I, I'm I'm this is really more of like a justice for Russell Crowe segment in Les Mis specifically in, maybe Les Mis and just everything musically like he's been dragged musically forever. <laughs> Like, South Park made fun of his, his music. Such a good South Park, It was though. such a good episode. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, so good. But yeah. So good. Yeah, but, Tugga! Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, so good. But yeah, he's been dragged musically forever. And I'm honestly, I'm like, I would go see Indoor Garden Party. Yeah. Especially, like, I think um, people... Is, is it a cover band? Is it his band? Remember last week we talked about, mus- like, actors with bands? And his... One of yeah. Russell Crowe's music projects was called The Ordinary Fear of God. Go back to episode... Was that... Or was that... Oh, wow. That was Russell Crowe. That Crow. was Russell Crowe. So <laughs> is, is this his band, The Ordinary Ordinary Fear of God, or is it just Russell Crowe doing an indoor garden party? I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't tell when I was looking at his Instagram. Oh, uh, you know what? This might, maybe this is his band and indoor garden party is there. I mean, I don't know. He's just calling it Russell Crowe's indoor garden party. Okay, so this is not an, an ordinary fear of God. No, this is just, yeah. yeah. All right, so it looks like it's the Gentleman Barbers, Janet Devlin, Lorraine O'Reilly, and Myth of Her with Russell Crowe. Wow, I have no idea what that means, but it yeah. does confirm that it's not the ordinary fear of God. It's just, no, it's, it's a not. Different yeah, thing. It's, okay. it's other people. Okay. It's other people in Russell Crowe. He just finished up in uh, Australia. Now he's in Italy. Yeah. Go to indoorgardenparty.com to get tickets. <laughs> you will not see a lewd gay sex. <laughs> yeah, it will not be men no. jerking each other off. No. It will be a place to buy tickets for Russell Crowe's yes. tour. Yes. Um, let's get one more listen. This is what you can see. This is what you're missing out on. Hit yeah. on the horns. Woo! Get I your mean, tickets. It does sound like Tom Sandoval in the most extras. It's yeah, crazy. I get a Tom Sandoval in the most extras vibe from this, and I love it. Like yeah. I'm like, like this is something I would go to, like get trashed up, like yeah. trashed up, wasted, and just like dance and have a good time. Yeah. Um, that's really it. That's really it. That's all I really have to say. About I don't know this. why people shit on cover bands. I think cover bands are fun. As I don't care. I agree. Like I agree. I, one New Year's Eve, like when I was in my early twenties, I went to a Guns N' Roses cover band on New Year's Eve and had the time by myself. Okay, yeah. had the time of my life. Like Mr. Brownstone rocked. <laughs> there you go. So shout out Mr. Brownstone. Yeah, you made Caitlin's New Year. Thank you. And I was twenty four and lonely. Had a great time. You know. <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna do? Got to get out there. You know. This was before really online s- dating was really a thing. It was so really blowing up. Yeah. You go when before online dating. What did you do? You went. To a Guns N' Roses cover band by yourself on New Year's Eve. God damn it, had a great time. Good for you. Thank I'm you. Good for you, Caitlin. Thank you, Justin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think cover bands are fun. And I, I, I agree. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I also think like uh, people underestimate how boring small towns are. And like, if you live in a small town and there's nothing to do on a Saturday night, and you're like, oh, the 
indoor garden party with Russell Crowe is playing, I guess I'll it's gonna go. It's going to be a great night. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, you're, you're, you're going yeah, to get out there what and have a good time. What else are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, have a good time. Yeah. Uh, at indoor garden party. If you're in a small town in Italy right now. Yeah. If you could think of one song that you would love Russell Crowe, if you could, mm. off the top of your head, like one song that you would love to see Russell Crowe cover... What would it be? I'm trying to think. Um, I, I Your Love by The Outfield. Wow. Imagine him singing nice. that. Nice. Yeah. I immediately went to Hollywood Nights. Hollywood. Like, he could do Seeker. I, I could see him doing Seeker. See, yeah. And I could see him maybe putting a little of his own experience in Hollywood behind it. Like maybe yeah. Like emotion, an emotional yeah. story. Maybe, yeah. Totally. You know? Good call on that. Hollywood Nights. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm picturing call. him with a little bit of a gravel in his yeah. throat. You know? Yeah. He could do That's a good call. I feel like Atlantic City, Bruce, would be a good one. Wow. Uh, I, could, I, could hear him, yeah. I could hear him doing it. Atlantic City. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would, I, yeah, I, you know, I gotta get out there. I gotta see Russell Crowe live. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Too bad we're in New York, not Italy. So if I was in Italy right now, I'd be, I'd be at the show. Damn. Uh, Damn. So that's my, that's my Instagram, celebrity Instagram for the week. Good for you, Russell Crowe. You deserve better than people give you. And I think you're an inspiration for just doing it. <laughs> yes. You're out there doing it. Inspiring. Good, inspiring people. We salute you here at Entertainment Entertainment. Yeah. He's got a full sure. crowd. I mean, the crowd's there. Yeah. You know, he's got a full crowd there at Ingr- Indoor saying. Garden Party. People at, are going to show up. At the Manning Bar in Sydney. That was last Saturday. <laughs> wow. The Manning Bar in Sydney, Australia. It was rocking. <laughs> was. For Indoor Garden full Party. House. Full house. Full house. Yeah, let's go. Um... All right. All right. So speaking of uh, you know older rockers, nice. Yeah. Uh, we good segue. I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'm going to lead this one here. This is uh, you know, I was reminded recently of the Chris Jericho, Sebastian Bach online feud that wow. started in July of 2020 as the country was burning. Uh, and Sebastian Bach was yelling at Trump supporters on Twitter. Oh, really? He was telling telling Trump supporters that if you stand for Donald Trump, you stand against rock and roll. Stop! So like, Stop! Was, oh my god, I love Sebastian yeah, he's the Bach. Best. The oh best. my god! So he he's, he gets into Twitter he's beefs. The best. Yeah, so he was apparently just fighting with Trump supporters on Twitter. Wow. Um, because with these older rockers, they could go either way. Like, so many of them are conservative. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's his... like Johnny Rotten, like, of the Sex Pistols, yeah. is a conservative weirdo. It's like, I, it's a nightmare. Yeah, I mean, Russell, I, uh, uh, Sebastian Bach's uh, supergroup dad, Ted Nugent, right. is, is, oh, I is mean, like he's, a far right way. He's always Trumper. been, though. It's, yeah, like, but... You almost have to respect Ted Nugent's conservatism because he was the original. <laughs> he's always been like that. Like, he's just, that's who he is. Like, I don't yeah, know. Okay, it's it's wow. like, you can't, I, for me, I'm like, he doesn't, it's not even offensive. It's like, this guy's been conservative since i mean he didn't even drink in the seven like he was just maniac wow. anyway okay oh, yeah, yeah. i never, never really knew that about uh, uh ted nugent until we watched Supergroup, and then you yeah. know and now all the stuff with trump anyway all right so so this is july 16th of 2020 these two men log into twitter uh <laughs> and they and uh here we go so the first tweet for this all starts because uh someone named travis walsh just a fan tweets man at I am Jericho is starting to look like at Sebastian Bach hashtag AEW. So so he was watching AEW Dynamite. This wrestling fan and then tweets that Jericho started to look like Sebastian Bach. We should Bach. clarify just in case no one people aren't wrestling fans. Yeah, okay. Who Chris Jericho is? Yeah, yeah. okay. Sorry. Yeah. So Sebastian Bach, lead singer of Skid Row, rock legend. Yes. Uh, Chris Jericho, pretty much widely known as the greatest pro wrestler of all time. He's still doing it. Of he, all time. Of all time. Now, really? yeah, completely. 
Greatest wow. of all time. Like, undisputed greatest of all time. That's cr- I mean, I, I don't... I. As a, like yeah. a I, I really only know wrestling from dating you, and I like Chris Jer- Like, I recognize his, Oh, yeah, he's... He's great. He's been around forever. Like, he's been... Yeah. Like, the longevity he has, and he's, like, he's just constantly, like, reinventing his character and coming up with... Yeah, he's... So, he's pretty widely known within the pro wrestling universe. And he's probably the funniest wrestler Oh, I've well, seen. yeah. I think he's funnier than most comedians. Like, <laughs> I, like, he's made me... In my life, he's made me laugh more than, like, most comedians. Yeah, he definitely, like, gets how funny wrestling is, and, like, yeah. he knows how to perform that back to a crowd. You know? Completely, it's yeah. Really, no, yeah. He, he gets the absurdity of it yeah. all. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so so Chris Jericho wrestles for All Elite Wrestling. This guy, Travis Walsh, a wrestling fan on Twitter, tweets out, man, Chris Jericho starting to look like Sebastian Bach. Now, this <laughs> Sebastian Bach <laughs> responds, every single day for the last two or three years, somebody tells me this. Emoji thinking. Thinking emoji. Um, and now... now so now this sends Sebastian Bach down a spiral. So then he tweets, um, or no, no, sorry. This article is like all out of order. Uh, so then now people start responding. So now, now, cause now people see Sebastian Bach's responding and, that, and now people are jumping in trying to get responses. So then someone writes, um, oh yeah, all right. That's what it was. Someone tweeted something like Jericho has you beat. Something like that. Okay. Someone was like trolling after they see that Sebastian Bach uh, responds. Someone trolls him and is like, Jericho has you beat about, like, musically, has you beat. Because Jer- Chris Jericho has his rock band, Fozzie, and they've been a band forever. Um, so Sebastian Bach responds, he definitely does, considering that he mimes to a tape. Ooh. So now this first accusation has come out. Chris Jericho sings with a backing track. Um, <laughs> so now, now wrestling fans are really coming at Sebastian. So now some guy, Brian Haslip, writes, You know he tours with his band, right? I've seen him live a couple times. He's not lip-syncing. Sebastian Bach writes, Cool, let's see a clip of that. Then, because every single clip I've seen is Millie Vanilli. Oh. Now he calls Jericho Millie Vanilli. Ooh, barb, low blows. Yeah, (laughs) low blow. Uh, (laughs) So now another wrestling fan uh, sends a video. It calls... (laughs) <laughs> call Sebastian Bach fuck faces. Here you go, fuck face. <laughs> wow. Tiny bar and arm prior in front of a couple hundred fans. He walked through the crowd singing this this song, and I could literally hear his vocals over the sound system. I was so close. So then Miss Sebastian Bach says, he's miming to a tape in this clip, fuck face. Also, I feel like Sebastian Bach is Canadian, and I feel like miming to a tape is Wow, such I a, didn't know he's Canadian. He's wow, Canadian. so they're both Canadian. Ooh, Sebastian Bach and Chris Jericho. But I feel Canadian. like, just say lip syncing. I feel like, it, am I just being weird, but I feel like miming to a tape is such a, I don't know why I'm, I'm singling it out as like a weird Canadian thing, as opposed to just saying he's lip syncs, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, he mimes to a tape. Okay, anyway. Sorry. Yeah. So timestamp. So now, all right, so now Sebastian Bach, this, this has been going on since 10 o'clock on, at night on July 15th. Now it's 7 in the morning, July 16th. Stop. He's, he's still. He's still fighting with people. Wow. So now Chris Jericho gets wind of this. So he quote he quote tweets Sebastian Bach's accusation that he sings that he sings to a tape. Jericho writes, I sing my ass off every night, dude. Do you really want to go there? And now he's and now Jericho's now Jericho's going. Now he's got another tweet. He says, Hi, I'm Chris Milli Vanilli Jericho. I have five top thirty singles in the last five years of my band Fozzy Rock. I'm a huge fan of Sebastian Bach, who had three top 30 hits in single years. I always admired him as a singer and a friend, and I still do. 
God, this is so like now- basically. <clears throat> I mean, like they are kind of doing professional wrestling on Twitter, right? It's like he's my friend and he betrayed me. You it's know? very it's, yeah, it's no, very it's very a, a very yeah, very pro wrestling. Jericho continues. Uh, wow, my band is more popular than at Sebastian Bach. Hashtag, hashtag lip syncers. Now Bach comes back. Uh, that he writes. That's great. Is there a clip of you actually singing live? Because all I've seen of clips of are clips of you miming to a tape. Congrats on the radio hits, and your hair is certainly looking good these days. Thumbs Ooh. up. So now he's coming Don't at Jer- go with the yeah, hair. Yeah, now he's coming at Jericho's hair. Uh, which, to be honest, Jericho's hair is not great. It's not great. It's not bad. It's, it's not, not great. It's not Brett Michaels, but yeah. it's 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 not great. It's not great. That was at 5.44 a.m. <laughs> Jericho immediately responds, I've seen the derogatory comments towards me from somebody I considered to be a friend. So with that in mind, I'll be happy to have a sing-off with at Sebastian Bach. No effects. No tuning. No bullshit. Oh my god. Bass is a great singer, but I'm better. You've no, got my not. number, dude. Call me. So now wow. he is now he's laid out the gauntlet. He wants a sing-off with Sebastian Bach. This is like Sammy Hagar demanding a sing-off with um oh my god, who the other lead singer of Van Halen. Uh, David Lee Roth. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, he's always trying to challenge this, David Lee Roth to a sing-off because he thinks David Lee Roth can't sing. Constantly, yeah, Sammy Hagar constantly doing the thing too where he's like, you know, do you know Dave, he's great at what he does. <laughs> yeah. Great yeah. at what he does. I respect him, he's my friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So now Sebastian Bach responds again. And keep in mind, this is at like 6 o'clock in the morning. My God. Where's the derogatory comment? All I asked is to see one single clip of you singing live. Every clip on the internet is you miming to a tape. I will sing your fuck- I will sing in your fucking face anytime. Wrestling is not rock and roll. Whoa. I will show you fucking rock and roll. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so this is still going on at 549 in the morning. Baz has been up all night. Sebastian Bach has not slept. <laughs> no. No, wait till we get to... Yeah, there's some good stuff coming here. Okay. Now Jericho responds, I have never mimed anything ever. And Whoa. I don't use... Oh, yeah, because Sebastian Bach always censors his tweets. He writes like F dash 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 dash. Instead of saying fucking, he writes... Oh, okay. So Jericho says, and I don't use... Uh, 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 what are those things? Uh, asterisks in a tweet ever. I will fucking sing in your face anytime, any place, dude. I've been a fan and a defender of you since day one, but don't you ever question my rock abilities. And leave wrestling out of this. I can hit a G4, bra, which is always a wrestling move. Okay. Uh, at this point, Bach just insults Jericho to run. So yeah, now who's the manager? Bach is just responding to Chris Jericho fans. Uh, he says, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla doesn't know anything about Rock and Rolla. Wow. So he's just still saying he doesn't know him. Uh, Special Bach again. I'm not trying to beat anybody at anything. I'm actually trying to say, hey, Chris, maybe you're right. Maybe I'll stop singing live and prance around while the tape is playing, just like you do, Chris. I'm tired of trying so hard. Like it's, I'm, it's like I'm beating my head against the wall. See, he just, he just will not stop responding to wrestling fans. I'm not shitting on anybody. I'm saying that singing live is different <laughs> than jumping around on a stage doing moves to a tape. Wow. I am not going against anybody. It's obvious between the two of us that one of us is copying the other as far as being a rock star goes. Wow. I can, copying. Yeah, yeah. I can guarantee you that that is not me. Wow. So he, now he's saying Jericho's just straight up copying him. And this all started from someone saying, you know, Chris Jericho kind of looks like Sebastian Bach. And now it's like, <laughs> this, he is copying me, okay? Yeah, I'm a rock yeah. star and he is copying me. Yeah, this has gone on from 5.44 in the morning. Now it's 6.49 in the morning. Oh so God. it's been over an hour. Sebastian Bach will not get off Twitter. 
He retweet, retweets Jericho again. It's amazing you regurgitate my own tweet about copying me in your own tweet like it's the exact same tweet. Which, wow. I, doesn't I can't even, even follow this anymore. It's amazing you regurgitate my own tweet about copying me in your own tweet like it's the exact same tweet. That's tweet three times in one sentence, I think. Is that how three many times, times say three, tweet? Three, yeah. three, three tweets in oh one sentence. Uh, so now Sebastian Bach writes, and this is now 8.54 a.m., Someone just notified me that my name is number nine trending uh, on Twitter in the U.S., United States of America. Okay, I better go to bed. So he's been up okay, all night. Please, Sebastian. And he's going to bed at nine o'clock in the morning. Please. But this did is... it? But, oh. do, but it doesn't end here, Caitlin. Okay. It doesn't end here. Because now uh, Chris Jericho's bandmate, Rich Ward. Oh, Fozzie's getting into Fozzie, it. Fozzie guitarist, lead guitarist, Rich Ward chimes in. He says... Anytime I've witnessed Sebastian's name come up in a group setting, the room enthusiastically lines up to say the worst things about him. He's universally disliked. I never wit- never witnessed a more uni- unifying topic. I am Jericho has always come to the guy's defense and shuts it down. That's wow. tweet one of two. Oh <laughs> two <God>. of two. <laughs> Jericho is loyal and was wow. always quick to defend a guy that he considered a friend. Seeing Sebastian publicly go after the only guy I've ever witnessed utter a nice words about him is sad. Pathetic. Yeah, this that is, is sad. Not is, me <laughs> tweeting in two tweets about at, how great Chris Jericho is to Sebastian Bach. That's also at sad. 6.30 in the morning. All of these men are just up and tweeting at like wow. 6.30 in the morning. So it doesn't end here. Keeps going. It doesn't end here. That's July 16th. Two days later, Chris Jericho goes, I guess at this point, this is covid and he had his own Instagram live show at this point. Excellent. So here's a clip of Chris Jericho. Troll, now he's trolling Sebastian Bach and he's singing Youth, in, Youth Gone Wild. Oh, by hell Skid yeah, Row. let's hear it. Stop. I look and see, it's not just me. Oh, he's terrible. <laughs> Here, hold it closer. So many others have stood where I stand. Wow. We are the young. So, so raise your hand. hand. They call us problem child. We spend our lives on trial. We walk an endless mile. We are the youth gone wild. We Um, stand and we won't fall. We're one and one for all. Oh my god. So this is Chris Jericho. Stop. In in his house during COVID. This is amazing. Is he wearing a bandana around his neck? He is wearing a bandana around his neck. Uh, He writes, Saturday Night Sing Along, one of my all-time favorites at Skid Row. I will say, he's not bad, but he's cover band. He's doing cover band. Yeah. He's not Sebastian Bach, but he's not bad. And yeah, okay. I I respect it. I respect it. Much respect. But um, so now, all right. My God. So now Sebastian Bach has gotten wind that Chris Jericho is singing this. Uh So now this is... These are text messages that Sebastian Bach sent to Chris Jericho. Oh my god, they're texting. They're texting. Uh, sorry. So here's just the here's the tweet. First is the tweet. Sebastian Bach writes, "What does someone have to do to get a response out of the most amazing singer of all time, Chris Jericho? I have been trying to get a response from this vocalist who is so much better than I am. Just ask him; he will tell you." With a emoji of a mask over, <laughs> with a mask face emoji. So these are these wow. are texts he's sending to Chris Jericho at three fifty four in the morning. He writes, hey man, first first text bubble. Hey man, do you ever suck? Nice video online. What a complete joke. Oh my god. Jericho doesn't respond. Second second text. You are one complete talentless fuck with fuck censors. So now even in his text message, he censors his curses. I wonder if he has like young kids and he's maybe he's just like trying to do Maybe, I, I or know. maybe I don't know, maybe it's a bit he does. Get your own <laughs> shit and quit copying mine. Badly. Wow. No no response from Jericho. Third text. 
Your singing sucks. You should stop singing for the benefit of all mankind. Fourth text. Is this still your number, pussy? He doesn't censor pussy. Is this still your number, pussy? I accept your challenge to a singing match. If you accept my challenge to a whooping your fucking ass match. Thumbs up. Wow. No response from Jericho. Oh, I want Sebastian Bach to write a song, like a like a diss track called Is This Still Your Number, Pussy? I mean, that's a great... That's a pretty, that yeah, a great yeah. diss track? Is this still your number, you, you pussy? Is this still your number, pussy? Text number five. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. To get, it continues. Yeah. Believe me, it won't be much of a match unless you bring like a phone book to stand on or something, you fucking pussy. What, you just called him short? Yeah. That- yeah, because Sebastian Bach, I think, is saying, like, I'll kick your ass. But okay. Jericho's, like, a legit tough guy. Jericho would whoop Sebastian Bach's ass. I don't think Sebastian Bach wants any of this. No, no, he shouldn't. I wouldn't threaten Chris Jericho yeah. physically. Yeah, no, Jericho's a legit tough guy. Yeah. Um, all right. You get no response from Jericho still. <laughs> this is at 3.54 in the morning. Oh, my God. Sebastian Bach is probably so wine drunk. <laughs> yes. If you've watched Supergroup, he loves his red wine. Loves okay. his red wine. You are such a joke. I can't wait to kick the shit out of you just for fun. No, <laughs> no response. Hey, shrimp. Why don't you Why don't you text me back, you fucking asshole? No wow. response. And then he just writes, closes out the text thread with, Pussy. Oh my god. I so that was it. it. Uh, and that was the end of the, the no response. The sing off did not happen. Oh. It seems like Jericho ghosted uh, Sebastian Bach. Wow. Uh, uh, that, so that's what happened in July of 2020. Fast forward to January of 2021. Okay. So that's, that's, that's uh, six months later. Six months later. Sebastian Bach does an interview with the Aquarian Weekly, and he brings up the Jericho thing once again. He shits on Chris Jericho. Will not let it die. Will not let it die. Brings it up again. Uh, he just does a. Uh, he just has a quote. I have it here. Um, Appreciate all this journalistic work you did here. I'm really you. impressed. Yeah, you know, I really, really had to get in here. Yeah. Uh, so here's what he says. He, he didn't never says Jericho by name, but he's, he's speaking of Jericho. Okay. I have an open mind about everyone. If I read on blabbermouth.com that some band says, we're the future of rock and roll and we're the next thing after the Rolling Stones, I think, this must be incredible. What have I been missing out on? So, I checked out this one video uh, during which the singer was 100% miming to a tape on stage at the Rock Pile in Toronto. I thought to myself... That's weird. That's not the next Rolling Stones. I don't know if Jericho's ever claimed to be the next Rolling Stones. I don't know what that's about. Yeah. So, I watch another video where he's opening up for Nickelback in an arena, and again, he's miming to a tape. Miming. You you can go watch it for yourself. Then someone said, here's a clip singing uh, of him singing live, legit, bro, and it's him miming again. It's crazy obvious. It's not my opinion. It's fact. It is not me starting a fight. But don't tell me what singing live is, because I have never used a tape. I don't even know how to do that. Okay, I will defend Sebastian Bach here. Is, are, am I cutting you off? No, no. Okay, I, I do think, because I, I did watch some Fozzie, like, I do think Chris Jericho has a little bit of a backing track. Jericho goes on a year later to admit he does sing with a backtrack. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's like, these guys are so stupid. Okay, yeah. so <laughs> lip syncing, or as Canadian Sebastian Bach keeps saying, miming, yeah. is not the same thing as using a backing track. Okay. You know what I mean? They're, like having, using they're fighting over different things, I think. Completely different these, things. These and it's ridiculous. Are fighting over but, are wasted at three in the morning yelling at each other about two different things. Yeah, he said so much Merlot. He cannot <laughs> stop saying miming to a tape, you pussy. Like, yeah, it's Jer- like, I mean, Jericho, I'm sure, is drunk. He's he's a, yeah. boozer. He's a boozer. Yeah, but um, I will say, like, I feel like these old kind of, like, 80s, like, 
Sebastian Bach, Axl Rose, when they do sing live, like I, when we we watched a little bit of Supergroup after we, yeah, were, it's we're just like, him. It's just him, and yeah. they they kind of it's kind of cool. Like their voices are their voices. They're yeah. scratchy. They're not perfect. No. They go for it. Like I fucking watched this video of Axl Rose singing "November Rain" at Lisa Marie, Lisa uh, Marie Presley's funeral, and it's like his voice is not great. I mean, but, he but just, he's just like doing he's it. just doing it, and you yeah. kind of respect it. You're yeah. like, this is kind of cool. Like, he just doesn't singing. give a yeah. shit. He's just singing. It's kind of like bad ass in a way i appreciate it and um yeah these guys and, are kind of different i don't know because i don't well, think there were backing tracks uh, in the 80s i don't know it's funny you bring up axel rose because okay. sebastian bach goes on to a list to a list artists he admires who properly sing their their tracks including mm-hmm. axel rose d snyder and sugar ray's mark mcgrath wow sugar ray <laughs> yeah, yeah mark, mcgrath mark mcgrath got in there earned some praise from sebastian bach for not singing with a backing track how much coke did mark mcgrath and sebastian bach <laughs> in the 90s yeah, yeah. for him to be number three on to that be, list yeah yeah you know he, what I mean? he was actually number two i flipped oh, it around wow. I, I flipped it around for a reveal but yeah he went axel rose sugar ray's mark mcgrath and d snyder so mark mcgrath was the dealer clearly like de- yeah he wasn't oh, just doing coke he was like giving sebastian yeah. bach coke yeah. Like, oh my God. Which I feel like now Mark McGrath, we got to do a quick shout out to Mark McGrath on Celebrity Big Brother losing Ugh. his mind to Ron Artest. It's the best. Losing it his mind to Ron Artest. Is the best. Yeah. Who, I don't know who this man, Ron Artest, was he a, a world Lakers peace? Was Meta he? world peace. Meta yeah. world peace. Yeah. It's like the best Celebrity Big Brother moment ever where Mark McGrath is so starstruck by this basketball <laughs> player and the basketball player blows past him to flirt with reality television star Brandy Glanville. <laughs> it's really good. I highly recommend it. He literally, yeah, he literally, he shakes Mark McGrath's hand while he's looking over Mark McGrath's shoulder totally at the blonde. Checking out <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then he goes right, like, like literally does like a thank you, yeah. thank you to Mark McGrath, and then walks right around him to Brandy Glanville. And then later, great. like Mark McGrath is really weird around Metal World Peace. Like he's so starstruck, it's one of those things where it's uncomfortable. Yeah, no, he's doing like too much of like thank you yeah. for that championship. My son and I got to watch. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. My protest is like, yeah, it just yeah. Dark. <laughs> yeah, it's really dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. All right. So this is like the last thing he says. Uh, it's going back to Sebastian Bach. This is in the January of 2021 interview. How about this? Professional wrestling sucks. Oh. Everyone wishes they were a rock star. It's hilarious. <laughs> Evidently, all you have to do is record a tape, go on stage, and jump around. You can jump off the drum riser and do jumping jacks. It doesn't matter if you're miming to a tape. Uh, so that's how we ended that. Jericho did not respond, uh, and then a year later admits that he sings to a backing track. Yeah, which is not the same as miming to a tape. I mean, my lip syncing, and I mean, everyone uses a backing track yeah. except for like old '80s Axl Rose. Like they, you know, I yeah. don't know, you know. I don't hold, know. hold on, hold on, I am wrong. Jericho did respond to this, oh, okay. and this is where it ends. Jericho did respond to this. He wrote in a tweet. I've been told that at Sebastian Bach continues to go out of his way to bury me. Oh my, my response is this. Be my guest. You are entitled to your opinion, and it doesn't affect me either way. I still dig your work on the first three official Skid Row albums and look forward to your new record. Okay, it's Chris Jericho. So he does a cunty, like, I liked your first three albums, and yeah. I'm looking forward to your new one. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's where it ends, yeah, and then he wow. eventually comes out, he admits he sings to a backing track, so that's, that's I think that's the best celebrity feud of all time. Pretty good. It's pretty, it's yeah. pretty good, it, just as far as, like, a modern day online feud goes. Come on, Ryan Murphy, where's that feud? It's like we got, yeah. he made Betty Davis and Joan Crawford, Jericho and Sebastian Box, and next Ryan Murphy feud. Come oh, on. yeah, he did that show, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, they should do 
do Jericho smash and Macho it would be amazing. I know. Yeah. God, who would play both those guys? Jericho would probably both want to play themselves. Oh god, it'd be great if you got like Greg Kinnear, just like weird. Greg obscure. Kinnear, he could do a Jericho. Greg <laughs> yeah. Kinnear would, could totally be Jericho, yeah, and then, like be... I think Vin, I'm thinking Vince Vaughn. Sebastian would Bach. love Vince Vaughn to be yeah, Sebastian Yeah, oh I'm thinking I'm thinking Vince Vaughn and Greg Kinnear. We get them in fabulous. Yeah, right. Yeah. It has to be. God, all right. You heard um, us, Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So that's uh, you know that that was the Chris Jericho. That was a recap of the Chris Jericho Sebastian Bach Twitter feud of mine into a tape feud that yeah that happened during COVID wow. during COVID and the Black Lives Matter riots oh my and God. the Black Lives Matter protests that two would, things yeah. that happened yeah, yeah it's yeah as, as the Black Lives Matter protests were going on Chris Jericho and Sebastian Bach were up at four o'clock in the morning angrily tweeting at each other exercising their male white privilege you know <laughs> my God yeah, yeah very much God I love it I love it wow that's so epic thank you so much for that because so, I yeah. love both of those guys and. And it was God so yeah. entertaining. I hope they. I hope they rekindle. I hope they become friends again. Yeah, I mean it's kind of a bummer that like it didn't because it seems so pro wrestling. You would think that like it would eventually end with like Sebastian Bach like showing up at a AEW doing an AEW show. Yeah. yeah, I mean that would have been great. Yeah, and Jericho would have been like so game. Like Sebastian yeah. could have like broken a guitar over Jericho's head. Like yeah. it would have been great. But then I think, but then Sebastian Bach had that crazy rage text in the middle of the night, and I think Jericho was like, "Yeah, no, this, I'm not doing this." Yeah, I don't, I don't know that Sebastian Bach can take. Like, I don't think he has a sense of humor about himself, obviously, in the way that Chris Jericho does. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think he can even allow himself to be mocked that way. You know what no, I mean? No, I mean, so. as he says, professional wrestling sucks. <laughs> yeah, he, like, he can't yeah. even allow himself to get into pro wrestling. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, so, but it, well, yeah, missed opportunity there. Yeah. And when egos, so everyone, don't let your egos get in the way. Come you know, on. you got to be professional. You know, there could, there could have been a great moment that came from that, but uh, but no. But the Twitter feud was good enough. So wow, yeah. I mean, yeah, Twitter is good for some things, like a Sebastian Bach and uh, Chris Jericho feud about miming to a tape. Yeah, for me, oh, one last detail I want to show you. I want to oh, show yeah. you the uh, the like notifications that are on uh, Sebastian Bach's phone at three in the morning. Oh my like, god! It's like it's a screenshot from his phone. Is it like showing like his battery charge and everything? Or uh, yeah, so you see his battery charge. You see. Um, Does he have like porn open he's or something? Got, so it's like it's like oh two it's like two Snapchat notifications. Oh, Sebastian, <laughs> what are you doing? What is he getting into? He's married. His his. Oh um, wow! Well, yeah. Well, actually, well, who knows? You know, who who knows? Now, now the I shouldn't have exited out the website. Now it's like loading. It'll it'll be here in a second. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. All right. So here we go. He's, as you can see, he's got he's got two Snapchats, a missed call. <laughs> he's got sixty four percent left on his battery, and it's four fifty two in the morning. Oh. So he texted this at three fifty four, and then he screenshotted it to tweet it at four fifty two. Oh my god! Waited an hour for a response, didn't get it, and then tweeted it out. Man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. He screenshotted Man. it one minute before. He posted the tweet. Wow. Amazing. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Yeah, you're right. He was wasted. He had to have been on like his fourth glass of, yeah, his fourth well, glass of uh, Malbec. According to his memoir, he only does, he feels like the only drugs he needs now are wine and weed. He's a wine and weed guy now. Which so. I respect. That's Jay-Z. Yeah. Smash and Bach Jay-Z. Oh, okay, yeah. How are what? these guys drinking wine though? Wine makes me so fat immediately. I don't know how these men... I guess they have better metabolisms, but, um, yeah. I mean, Smashing Buck, you know, he's put on some pounds in his older age. Yeah, and as we've seen in Supergroup, he does work out, you know. He the- takes his fitness seriously. <laughs> yeah, he, as it's, a lead it's singer. It's a part of his job. It's yeah, it's part, it part of his job. So, like, it's the second most important thing behind yeah. singing live is is working out it's so you can fitness. do it. fitness, yeah. Crazy. Evan Seinfeld of Biohazard does not take his fitness seriously. No, he I don't doesn't. think that guy is 
done any exercise in his life. He is he is uh, confident in his in his in his weight, and he is aggressively will let everyone know that he owns a porn business. Every yeah, aggressively second, let everyone know. Every second, he's yeah, yeah. I'm working my porn. I got my porn business. I run my porn. I run a porn business. I got to do my porn business. I got my, got my porn star wife coming over here because I got a porn business. It's like oh we get God, it, dude. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah, the best. God, super group. Yeah, everyone has to. Go watch Supergroup right Damn now. Whatever you're forever. doing, yeah, Democracy so Forever. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's the Chris Jericho Sebastian Bach feud. Caught up. Yeah, we're caught up on it. Uh, we're gonna get out of here on a little. We, we watched. Uh, we both watched the movie Wimbledon. That's right. Because we watched. Uh, well, we did watch. We watched the French Open Women's Finals where Iga Swiatek beat Karolina Mukova. It was a good match. It was a good match. We got into it. Uh, she won the French Open. Yeah. Um, and then I, we were like, you know what? Let's watch Wimbledon. Why not? Because tennis is the only sport that I like and that I can watch. I don't know why. I think it was because I read on... I am, I am a loser. I am a fucking <laughs> no, you're not. loser. I will read any celebrity memoir and I read Andre Agassi's memoir because I, I wanted... He's got some juicy Brooke Shields. I, yeah. I wanted the Brooke Shields story. But yeah. then his, his... I highly recommend his memoir if you like celebrity memoirs because... His whole thing with tennis is that he, how much he hates tennis and it like tortured him. Like he has a very tortured relationship with tennis, which I found very interesting. Yeah. And God. then if you go watch him play, he does look incredibly anxious, and you can like see the pain at all times during yeah, the match. His, yeah. And and just the whole thing with his hair and how he did, <laughs> yeah, the he, giant wig is amazing. Oh, his yeah. mullet wig and how he was yeah. so, he's so insecure. He's very relatable um, as a person. I, he's I from mean, Long whatever. Island, right? I don't know. That's or is he? shit. I don't know. I don't think so. I thought he was from like the West. No, I might say there's just. Is he from New York or not even? I don't think so. I feel like he's uh, like a Vegas guy, uh, or, or yeah, he trained even... in Florida as a kid. Like that's why. Um, anyway, so yeah, so, so so tennis is the only sport I can like kind of watch. I find it like you know, I, I yeah. actually like tennis. Like I got into like I think that was another COVID thing where I just was like fucking watching tennis. Bizarre. Um, I, yeah. Anyway, so. I remember this. But you got into uh, Azarenka was playing Serena, I think. Yeah, I liked Azarenka. Yeah, I don't know. You know, COVID brings out some weird shit (laughs) in you, right? It's like Sebastian Bach is feuding and I'm watching tennis. I don't know. (laughs) But but so I was like, oh, fuck. I remember this, this romantic comedy that came out in like 2004 called Wimbledon with... Kirsten Dunst and like Paul, and Paul Bentley. Bentley. Paul Bentley. Oh, Bentley. Okay, Bentley. Paul Bentley. Um, and I remember liking British it. British Paul Bentley. Oh, yeah. Um, and I remember like liking it when I first watched it. So I was like, oh, we should fucking watch this movie. We'll talk about it. And then I, this movie was we, yes, so. We watched it separately. We watched yeah, it separately. We watched it separately. Uh, well, the only thing we know about it is about each other's reaction to it is that I liked it and I hated you, and it. You hated it. I thought it was so bad. Wow. I can't believe you enjoyed it. I, I like, got this... into it. Wow. I got okay. into it. All right. Um, let's get into it. Yeah, yeah. What are some of your takes from it? Um, let's see. Yeah. Here's some of my notes here. Um, I, I thought that Chris and Dunce was super chill when he breaks into her hotel room. I at thought the beginning. she is like basically like a young Samantha from Sex in the City. Like she's the wow. most okay. she is like the most sex positive young tennis player. Like yeah, he so he's like an older tennis player. She's like a young uh kind he's of like the, the 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 ancient age of 31. Yeah, he's like aging out of tennis and she's like a young hot t- you the know. new up and comer like like big on the women's tour. Right. New star. She seems to be like they seem to base her a little bit on McEnroe. She's like fiery. Yeah, it's like John McEnroe. She's like a Jane McEnroe or whatever. 
whatever, you know, yeah, like a female yeah. McEnroe. But she yeah. never gets to, like, she she has one scene where she's playing tennis, and the rest she's just, like, in a hotel, like, trying to fuck Paul Bentley. It's, like, <laughs> yeah. so weird. Um, but, yeah, so when he walks in on her, she's like, oh. Like, she's very Samantha from Sex and the City, too, yeah, you know? Yeah, she's, yeah, because I think she, I mean, she later in the movie reveals that, like, she, she knows him. I think there's, like, a scene where she's like, I, I, I was waiting for you to come into my, like, I knew you or something oh, like okay. that. But I was like, I was like, there's not even a, cause she's in the shower. There's not even a, huh? No, like, not even she's like into uh, it. She's just immediately like. She's mm. Samantha Jones. She's yeah. like, oh, do you, <laughs> do you like to ball before you ball? You know, I mean, she's There's very, a lot of, yeah, yeah. A, lot of, a lot of that. Yeah. 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 Oh, boy. She's um, very Samantha. Yes. Um, so, yeah. And so they, they start their their fling. Yeah. Wait, before I noticed the opening credits, it's very like indie. To, like, I feel like it's trying to be like an indie movie, indie rom-com. Because like the opening credits, it's like just like the clouds and some like animated um like animated you know like a uh, watercolor animated um crowd wow. shots of tennis okay, and so it's yeah, like yeah. it almost looks like an indie music video starting i was like what the fuck is this and then it sh- and then it starts to like show the cast like who's in the cast and then the name john favreau comes on oh, and yeah. i was like okay now we're in a movie here we are fucking yeah. john favreau john, john favreau's here playing the uh the agent the ruthless agent yeah oh my god john favreau so i was like oh fuck yeah okay John Favreau's in this it is it is a a fascinating career John Favreau I know I was like can you believe he 2004 he's got a minor role in Wimbledon the romantic comedy and then like now he's basically directing the like live action Lion King Beyonce yeah three hours later three three hours three years (laughs) later he uh, directed Iron Man the first Iron Man movie that started the whole like I mean whose dick is he like did did Weinstein sexually did he have to fuck Weinstein (laughs) yeah I mean like who did John Favreau <laughs> fuck to get this huge career. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like, he blew Weinstein's weird dick. He definitely, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. He needs to come forward. He needs to come forward. Because um, it's anyway. like, yeah, how did he rise that high? Crazy. Like, that's wild. Right. To the point where he got to make Chef. Terrible movie. Terrible. Terrible. Unfortunately, some of our friends were like, it's a really good movie. You should watch it. And we watched it. I was like, this is just terrible. Yeah, I don't, even, terrible. I, don't even, I don't even need to. I don't even want to revisit it. No. Anyway, so yeah, this is weird fucking tennis rom-com. Um, Paul, what's his name? Bent? Sorry, Bent. I always said Paul Bentley. It's not Bentley? It's Bentney. Bentney. Okay, Paul Bent- Bentney. Yeah, Paul Bentney. Redhead representation, Justin. Was he? Yeah, he is a oh, redhead, right? Total yeah, redhead. yeah, okay. Total I, I was redhead. thinking more blonde, but yeah, no, I guess he is a redhead. Okay. Was, yeah. And so what I noticed, they do like... Uh, as far as me believing he was a tennis player, I absolutely don't. Like they did like a close up of his legs, and he has like <laughs> he has like Kate Moss legs. Like there's no definition. He has like skinny ass legs, like no calves. But then the best is, did you notice his skinny jeans that he wore throughout the film? I took wow, a, no, I, I took didn't. a picture of wow, them because I thought they were I so was, epic. I was just engrossed in the love story. Oh my god, an, he was wearing these epic skinny jeans. Wow, those are some skinny jeans. Yeah, that have like the distressed um, fade in the center where it looks like they just spray painted a lighter denim in the yeah. center where the thighs are. Like he had he, some express men's distressed skinny and jeans. And you going are on. right that he has like early two thousand super model body he has like very thin yeah he is incredibly he should be walking down a runway i know so his jeans were my favorite part of the movie i think because they're because they they're in it a lot like anytime he's out 
And and also for like tennis people, these two tennis players had a lot of time to like eat four course meals, drink wine together, and fuck. A lot I'm of like, eating, drinking, and yeah, fucking, like, and which I don't think would really be going on no, in, uh, at Wimbledon. But as someone who did read Andre Agassi's biography, mm. he did try to romance Steffi Graf. They were at, married. Yeah, but yeah. like when he first tried oh. to like get with her, like she had a boyfriend and he kept trying to like flirt with her at these tournaments. Wow. But their flirting would be like them like running on a beach and going like doing like sprinting competitions on the oh beach. Like God. that's where they courted. So Athletic it was like psychos. Yeah. Just that's like, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I don't think they were drinking, you know, champagne and eating in between matches. No. They were like sprinting on the beach together. And by no, the way, they, she beat him and he thought it was hot. Andre Agassi. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Steffi okay. Graf like beat wow. him in a race and he was like turned on, I think. Wow, yeah. Detail. He was like he was like, I gotta fuck this fast girl. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah, they do do a workout scene together. Chris oh, and Dunn right. and Paul Bettany yeah. where he's like, won't get workout in. Right, right, right. And right. then they're they're like running and then uh, she's like, Why are you running behind me? He's like, I'm enjoying the view. Oh wow. Enjoying the view. And her yeah, I noted that her running gear is she's wearing like literally like an old navy rugby shirt, like an old navy <sighs> rugby style shirt. Yeah. Chuck Taylors and like shorts that literally just look like they're boxer briefs. It's very confusing. <laughs> her no as a sense. tennis star is very confusing. <laughs> she yeah, she looks like she's in um like she has like bedhead. She's always she it looks like she's a stoner in this movie. It's very confusing. She does look like she's like a stoner's girlfriend. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, so confused. Like, yeah. Um, uh, you're talking about athletic here. I did love that his tennis bag. He was constantly carrying around a large bag that said "head" on it, which I was like, "Wow, I didn't cheeky bastard!" Oh, yeah, you know, okay, little yeah. cheeky bastard, <laughs> giant bag that says "head" on it. It's that's like, what he's what he's getting from uh, Lizzie. From Lizzie, yeah, yeah. that's what it is. Because yeah, because as we learned throughout the movie, her pussy like fuels his play. Crazy. He needs to fuck her and to win a match. Yeah, but fucking him is kind of ruining her. That game. ruins her game. Okay. Like, yeah, if, if she fucks him, she loses. It's very Adam and Eve. It's very biblical. <laughs> very it's biblical. Very biblical. Okay. Um, yeah, there. I, I thought their chemistry was electric. What? I thought it was electric. They had no chemistry. <laughs> this was, they had. I feel like Kirsten Dunst was stoned. I feel like she was on Xanax for this whole movie. <laughs> I feel like she was phoning it in. I don't think she showered. Her hair was so greasy. I didn't think they had any chemistry. Her hair was greasy. Her hair was uh, greasy. Yeah, this is. She, she must have been just coming off of uh, Spider Man. Oh, is she, that what yeah, it is? Okay. she played the, the yeah, because this came out two years after Spider Man. Just just must have been like right after. I don't know. I wrote down who do you think is a hotter like post nine eleven uh, like sex symbol, ScarJo or Kirsten Dunst? Who would you say? Who would you pick? Kristen Dunst. Really? Yeah. Interesting. For me, but I mean, I mean, Scarlett Jones, she's hot. Right. But, but I, I'm more, I'm Personal. more, I'm more attracted to okay. Kristen Dunst. Like I'm just like, curious. I'm like Jesse Plemons. I get it. Good for you, dude. <laughs> Yeah, just wondering because I feel like they were. It was like yeah, it was like Kirsten Dunst. Coming Nunn's, up together, yeah, right. Like post nine eleven. Like I feel like babes, they were in early two thousands. Blonde yeah. babes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess Angelina was still like in at that point. Beyonce was blowing up, right? Um, but I guess movie star. I just thought those two, like two, yeah, the two like kind of white actresses yeah. that were. I, don't I know. know. I, I have more of an eye for Kirsten. But, <laughs> but uh, he's got an eye for Kirsten. <laughs> I like how you put it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, what else? Are, oh, yeah, I wrote McEnroe gets to be like bitchy. He plays like he plays himself as a ten, him and uh, Chris Everett. They play themselves as tennis commentators. I thought they were great. They oh, were, they were terrible. I thought they were great. They, I thought they tied the whole movie together. No, wait, their line reading of some of the um of, were so bad. Wait, hold on, I'm trying to find my. I know I should have wrote what he said, but yeah, he like he uh he like keeps he keeps criticizing uh, Paul Bettany's character and like keeps talking about how bad. 
um, God, what is his character's name? Uh, Colt. Okay. Something Colt. It's so Peter hard. Colt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can't find. I wrote. I thought I wrote down one of McEnroe's lines because I feel like yeah, listening to those two sports announcers read lines, it was like it was so bad. It was like they were just like, I think he's a little too good today you know what i mean it was like the the pacing and like they were clearly being fed lines in like an earpiece i thought they were you thought they were great i thought they were terrible i thought they i just i thought they tied the movie together oh my I god i thought it was there it's my favorite sports commentator people in actual like playing themselves in movies it's it's pat summerall and john madden the replacements are the best max kellerman and creed 2 phenomenal and then uh, then i'd go mac and chris everett in Wimbledon. Interesting. Wow. All right. I, I I disagree. I don't know. Yeah, I thought they were like... Okay, yeah, here. It was like... Oh, or she... Okay, this is... I wrote this. Like, McEnroe says something like, she's almost a little too quiet. Like, he said stuff like... Yeah, it was just like yeah. really off. I yeah, don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Well, how did you think how weird it was like his parents... Um, his parents got horny when he won. So the, the whole parents plot, like, Paul Benton... That, D- yeah, I can't his, say his yeah. fucking last name. Whatever. Um, his the the whole plot of his parents being like weird and that like they were basically like like married but separated. Like his father, yeah. his dad was living in a treehouse, right? And the mother and but then yeah, but then he starts winning Wimbledon, and suddenly the 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 the, the spark is back. It's so disturbing. The and spark weird. is back with was, with the old Brits. I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> and then he walks in on them fucking yeah. like at one point. And I think they even said it's because of you that we're yeah. back together. It was yeah, really yeah. creepy. Yeah, they you know so they they refine their spark through Peter. Um, his he has a younger brother who I think James Marsden I think plays him. So confusing. So confusing. Who's constantly just betting? I thought that was a kind of funny detail. He was just always betting against his brother because his brother stunk. It was fine, but I'm like, why is this? We have tall, redheaded Paul. Bet- yeah, Bentley, that part of it makes. And no then sense. we have short brunette brother. I'm like, this isn't. Yeah, do, do we yeah. adopt the brunette brother? He who doesn't do, look right. like he's related at all. All right, who less believable brothers? Uh, Chris Messina <laughs> and Paul Dano. Yes. Or, yeah, yes, of course. Yeah, yes, that's yeah, undisputed. You yeah, can't, yeah. They just always yeah. Okay. These two had more brother chemistry than yeah than, than, than Paul Dano and Chris Messina. Nightmare. <laughs> We're referencing Ruby Sparks, who there, there. That Ruby Sparks was one of the reasons why I ignored the parents because I was like, not another like meet the Fockers wannabe kooky parents plot. Oh, like God, I, yeah. I ignored these parents, and then when they started to fuck because their son was winning, I was like, I was correct to ignore because <laughs> it's creepy and weird. You didn't like the detail where uh, he killed the rabbit that was eating her her garden. Like, like there was like a rabbit that was eating her garden, so and he killed the rabbit and was cooking it. No, I and uh, he was he was like it was getting me all carrots and she was like good man oh god <laughs> uh, regional british accent good job justin Thank it's you. really weird yeah yeah uh, i believed peter and his german tennis players best friends friendship that was a part where they played each other i did like that, that was I, kind I, of real. I believed their male yeah. friendship um, i also thought the the whole idea of like aging out of tennis is very real because like anytime i watched tennis it's like so brutal when these like older tennis 
players like um I'm trying to think like, like Azarenka has to yeah. play like uh, hate, Coco Goff or I, whatever. Yeah, it's horrible. I hate to say I watched I watched Venus. She played today. Okay, you know, over and and she got beat by it's like just, yeah by like a 22 year old. Brutal. It's and fucking yeah, brutal. It's like yeah, it's tough to watch. Yeah, and like I'm not gonna talk about trans issues here, but like the whole thing about like I, fuck it, I will. Oh, okay, whatever. But like this whole thing about like how women's sports and they're all like terrified. You know, there's like oh it's not fair if a trans athlete comes because it's but it's like well it's not fair if a 21 year old is playing a 40 year old who's been playing sports. yeah venus is like 45 give me 46, a break about fair yeah. fuck off yeah. like stop yeah she she you know she made it big she got to the final set but then it was like it was just too yeah it was it also it's like these the thing with tennis too is like they play for like they don't have a lot of recovery time and i think recovery no, alone yeah. like young people can recover just so much quicker they're than, fine as we see and they're like they're fucking that night yeah they're agassiz racing steffi graf on the exactly. beach that night exactly. early in, early in his career late in his career i don't think he was doing that no, no, latent no. Anyway, um. uh, but but yeah. So uh, let's see. Do I have anything else here? Um, oh, at the end of the movie, uh, it's not Lizzie's pussy that helps him. It's, it's her, her mind. It's oh, her mind. oh, you went mind. Okay. It's her mind because she she starts giving him tips. Because remember, he's so he's like getting beat yeah. by like the young hotshot American guy, and then a rain delay happens, and Lizzie like she was gonna fly home, but then she like comes back to Wimbledon. And meets him in the locker room, and then she like starts being like, he's tipping his serve, he's doing this, he's doing that, and then he starts winning. So I was like, wow. So I was like, you didn't need to fuck her; you need to listen to her. Nice, Justin. That was it. But uh, it really yeah. was about young pussy. I mean, the, the moral. <laughs> let's not. Let's. The message of this movie was that. You know, as men age, the the more the older they get, the more they need young blonde pussy, and, and nothing could be. It's absolutely true. So I I I I respected that truth in this movie. Well, not me. Yeah, no, I know. Well, not but, me. Yeah, no, I know. You're an exception. You're you know. We haven't touched on um, Lizzie's dad. I, yeah, I was gonna say I thought he was like the hottest in the movie. Wow! I thought Sam Neill was like the babe. Sam Neill, yeah. that's who that Jurassic is. Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. That's who that. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Okay, wow, that's mm-hmm. who that is. Sam Neill. So wow, Sam Neill as the overbearing dad. Yeah. Who would just be like, "Look, I think you're a nice guy," but she she just doesn't play well when she's with someone. No, the best is when he. I think I wrote it down. He the dad acknowledges how slutty his daughter is. <laughs> he was like, he was like, "Look, I know Lizzie likes to have." fun meaning fuck around like because the whole thing is that she's she's fucking other tennis players like she has a bit because she was like fucking the young tennis player remember yeah yeah she has Um, a little bit of a reputation she has a reputation and so the dad says to paul bentley i'm calling him paul bentley i don't (laughs) i can't say it any other way he's paul bentley to me fuck it um but yeah he basically acknowledges to that his daughter is promiscuous daughter which is like that's radical there you go it's like every tony speech we watched the tonys the other night every tony speech was like (laughs) when your child shows them who you are believe them and that (laughs) Sam Neill was like, my daughter's a slut, and I accept it, and that's what you do. Yeah, you, you know, yeah, here it so is. That was like that's a little progressivism in two thousand four. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's like, he's like, look, I don't care that she fucks, but she just loses when she does. So <laughs> just could you just wait until after the tournament? <laughs> yeah. You seem like a nice guy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. So. So yeah, okay. So that's what was going on there with the dad. Yeah. Um, I noted Peter uh, Peter Colt and his brother were both into blondes. You know, he was into into Lizzie, oh, yeah. and then his brother had like a blonde like druggy girlfriend. I don't know what was going on. Well, there. they met at the she she took at the, the bets. Rave. Yeah. Oh yeah, the bookie. Yeah, she, she was like a bookie basically. Like she took the bets. Wow, and I didn't even that went over my head. That's amazing. Place the bets. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I just thought it was, I can't believe you like, I thought it was terrible. I was like, I don't believe their chemistry. The tennis, the way they filmed the tennis was really bad, I thought. Yeah, the tennis wasn't great. The court looked smaller. Like, I feel like the court looked really small when they were filming it. Yeah, it felt very CGI, too. I don't think they were actually hitting a tennis ball. I think they were just, like, running and swinging, and (laughs) then they, like, CGI'd a ball in, because it just kind of made no sense. It was (laughs) so bad. There was a lot of Paul Bentley falling, just him, just, like, diving and falling. Yeah, and Um, there's just nothing tennis about him i don't know i mean i guess tennis players were kind of schlubbier in the or like i do feel like sports has exponentially gotten more visual because of social media too you yeah. know what i mean like athletes now like have to have they tennis players all like it used to be just uh fucking agassi had a look but now like every tennis player i feel like has kind of a look like serena serena started too but you know what i mean like uh, yeah yeah i, I guess yeah i feel like, they, ev- like yeah. that guy kyrgos or whatever like every tennis player now kyrgos is a cool guy looks like djokovic a, has his look his yeah. like straight lace like I mean, look rafa with his capri pants yeah the, the, yeah, the rafa yeah the rafa which was going on around the time this movie was made yeah uh, yeah rafa had the capris going <laughs> and now he wears short shorts in his oh, old yeah, age now he's now he goes with the short shorts. I think he had like a pink phase like last year or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he was wearing pink for a while but, and like um, uh, ruby, like ruby at the, uh, yeah, it was, uh, so yeah, they're, they're, now it's yeah, very, yeah, stylish. You yeah. Know. So I don't know. That's maybe because I just was like, but also he could, he did remind me of like a boring Pete Sampras player, which, you know what I mean? Like this guy, because that, yeah. that was another part of his character was that he was kind of mild mannered and not really aggressive. Yeah, he was this older kind player. Of a schlub. Yeah, he like yeah. I think they said in the movie like the highest he was ever ranked was eleventh when he was younger, but now he's ranked like hundred and twentieth. So he's like on the way out. Yeah. But but you know, to, spoiler alert: he wins. He does win. He does it. He beats the young American who he punched in the face, and Lizzie got turned on. The young American looked like Matt Rife, didn't he? The young American did look like biggest comedian in the world Matt Rice yeah now yeah. yeah I don't know sorry I just mentioned that but you know, yeah. yeah no it, that's the he looks like an influencer basically mm-hmm. he's yeah. like he's like influencer pre-influencer 2004 yeah or like uh, what was the one that Mandy Moore dated oh. like, like Andy Roddick or something like that wow maybe he, maybe he was based on Roddick a little bit I don't know yeah, uh, yeah I don't know anything about God I forgot Mandy Moore and Roddick were I together totally, they were like a thing I, yeah, yeah I totally remember that yeah they Amazing. were a very good looking couple yeah. um, back in the Love day Andy, Andy Roddick looks like uh, Sean William Scott they look very similar interesting yeah yeah, yeah. well there you go I miss Sean William Scott I just wanted to say it. I miss Sean William Scott. He needs to come back. He's a great actor. Where is he? I know. I don't know. I don't know if he's blacklisted. I don't know what happened. Yeah. He's great. We get Sean William Scott in some movies again, for the love of God. He's the best. Yeah. He's, he was funny. I, mean, I, I don't yeah. know. I watched, I think, I told you this, a couple months ago, I revisited Dude, Where's My Car, which is one of my favorite movies. I, but I hadn't watched it since I was like a teenager. It holds up. It's so good. Oh, I, I, I love it. I've never seen it. I should watch it. We should watch it. Yeah. I, I, I think you would be like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm down. I don't want to overhype it. But yeah, it's right. one of my, it's in my top five favorite movies ever. I'm curious. I yeah. would like to watch it. Uh, yeah. So let's get Sean William Scott back. Right. Um, and let's get out of here. We're going to, the, the yeah, theme we, song from this Wimbledon movie, this rom-com is a, uh, a David Gray. Guys, remember David Gray? You probably heard it when you were like in Rite Aid buying, buying some shampoo. This is some Rite Aid music. It's so sure. Rite Aid, right? Hot ass storm. Here he goes. Had it in. <laughs> That's a pretty good David Gray. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was like, how did David Gray happen? You know? Well, like, I think we're about I, to hear I'm how sure. it how many people use this as their wedding song and are so embarrassed now, you know? 
Oh man, yeah. Who is? Yeah, sorry if we trigger anyone and you're crying now because your wedding song. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, that's your fault. You shouldn't have picked David Gray's no This Year's Love. You were wow, good call. I'm sure this was you. This has right. been used plenty, especially yeah. in Europe. Yeah. God, this is like um. Guys, reminding me, who's the guy who sings "You Had a Bad Day"? I Remember that know. guy? I think he was like yeah. one hit wonder. You had a bad day. Oh yeah, it kind of belongs with that. I feel like it's like like Ed Sheeran happened because of YouTube. You know what I mean? Like yeah, like how okay. did David Gray happen? Yeah. Ugh. Like not it's, it's not YouTube's fault or anything. You just pre social media star. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, I guess you know maybe he's great live. Maybe if you You're see right. David Gray live, you just get it. It's a different thing. Yeah. 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 Anyway, we're getting out. <laughs> That's our episode this yeah. week. It's entertainment, entertainment. I'm Justin Angermeyer. I'm Caitlin McKee. This is David Gray. This is David Gray. It's this year's love. This year's love. Alright. That's it. Alright, bye guys. Bye.